Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks. It's another WP Tonic show. We've got a great guest. We've got Sultan from WP Funnels. We're going to be discussing everything about funnels, about email marketing, about landing pages. It should be a great conversation. I'm going to do my countdown and we're going to go straight into the podcast part of the show. So three, two, one. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic this week in WordPress and SaaS. Um, got its show 899. Oh, my God, getting close to the 900. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, we've got a great show today, folks. We've got Sultan from WP Funnels. It's a leading plugin in the email uh, marketing automation space. It's a great product. We um, offer it as part of the WP Tonic package. Um, should be a great show. So, Sultan, can you give us a quick 10, 20-second intro about yourself and WP Funnels? Okay. Hey, everyone. Uh, nice being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm Sultan. I'm the marketing manager at WP Funnels. And uh, WP Funnels is basically a sales funnel builder in WordPress, uh, which is basically the first tool with a visual funnel canvas where you can plan funnels visually. At the same time, we have our own tool called MailMit, with which you can do email marketing automation. So uh, we have these two tools under the same umbrella, and uh, we are helping our businesses to scale up their uh, marketing campaigns and you know boost their revenue using these two tools. That's great. And I've got my great co-host, Kurt. Kurt, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Absolutely, Jonathan. My name is Kurt Von Auden. I own an agency called Manana Nomas, and I work directly with WP Tonic and Lifter LMS with learning and membership websites. All right. Should be a great show. We're going to go into um, the key parts of this prod- these products, plus we're going to salt and what have been some of the business hurdles that WP Funnels has faced and how they've attempted to get over them. It should be a great show with some great insights. But before we go into the meat and potatoes, I've got a couple major messages from our sponsors. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Tired of hosting providers that can't handle high traffic loads? Convesio is here to help. Our platform can handle any amount of traffic, all without slowdown or crashing. With immediate Slack support, performance optimization, and a team that thrives on resolving technical challenges, your e-commerce business is in safe hands. Learn more about Convesio at Convesio.com. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. I just want to point out we've got a curated list of the best WordPress plugins and also services for the WordPress professional, plus some great deals from our major sponsors. 
If you want to find all this and get these goodies, all you have to do is go over to wp-tonic.com slash deals. wp-tonic.com slash deals. And you find all the goodies there. What more could you ask for? Probably a lot more, but that's all you're going to get on that page. Um, but it's well worth visiting and use the links and that supports the show and it also supports the sponsors. So let's go straight into it. So um, what do you, what are some of the, I think you'd already mentioned it, it's that, you know, in WP Funnels, you've got the two, you've got the marketing automation plugin and you, you also got the email. Um, maybe you can, are there any other products and what's the history of the company? Um, when did it start and why was it starting? Okay, so uh, basically, currently we have two tools under the same umbrella, WP Funnels uh, and uh, MailMint. So these two combined create a sales funnel journey plus email automation. We create a complete sales process. So how it started was, you know, back in 2020, uh, our company's founder, Lincoln Islam, he was trying to, you know, optimize our sales process. So we all worked together to, you know, improve everything. So he was trying to find better ways on how to increase sales. So he found out these tactics of using sales funnels and he tried to find solutions in WordPress. Uh, however, uh, in WordPress, there are some tools which are there, but it's a bit complicated to use. Uh, at the same time, the SaaS tools that are available are quite expensive. So uh, when we look into that picture, we came up with thing that, okay, we're not the only one facing this. I'm sure many other companies are facing a similar situation. So that's when uh, he came on to us. Uh, he went to our developers and said, hey, I have a challenge for you guys. I know you've been doing great work, but I have a challenge. Why don't you try to find a solution to this type of product? So at that time, our UX designers, our uh, developers, they started researching, uh, our marketing team started researching, and we came up with a solution, which is a sales funnel builder with a visualized uh, output. So uh, the specialty of WB Funnels is you can visualize your funnel journey and you can easily edit it within WordPress using your own page builders and everything. So uh, we looked into the other tools, what complications they have, uh, because a big problem with marketing is that the more time you lose, the more money you lose. So uh, the other tools require you at least like 30 to 40 minutes to create a single page, uh, a single strategy. So what we aspire to do is maybe we could reduce the number of clicks uh, reduce the number of time required to create the whole marketing thing, our whole marketing strategy. So uh, by the end of our whole challenge, we managed to create a tool with which you can create a sales funnel in as low as 15 minutes. So that was uh, where we managed to you know, get the output. And uh, so basically when we first launched, it was back in 2021. Uh, we launched in our own website and then we had a little run in AppSuo. Uh, and then, you know, from there down the line, we are here. We have launched Mailwind just last year, which is for email marketing. You know, so when you run a sales follow journey, you need email automation there. Because email marketing is definitely the best uh, email, email uh, which is a marketing tactic you can use. So you must have that. So these two work together quite well. And that's where we are today. Uh, so if you ask about email automation, Mailwind is something that will excel because you might think that, hey, this is for WP Falls. But no, this is a product in itself which is pretty good with this email marketing features. It's better than most of the tools out there because, again, we have researched our uh, other tools. We have seen how difficult they are, and we have made sure that those difficulties are not in this tool. So that's the motto. We want to make sure that 
our tools are easy to use. It saves marketers time so that you guys can, you know, use it to scale up your business and then focus on more important things while automating the main sales process. Oh, that's great. So you said your team and you started it um, three years ago, but what was the background of the company before you, before WP Funnels? Were, were you doing a lot of WordPress work? Was it an agency or was you building other plugins or technologies on other platforms? Well, uh, initially our company is basically called Codrex, which is a WordPress development agency. Uh, but uh, after that, we had our own plugin development uh, flagship called Rex Team, uh, where uh, if you have heard of it, like WPVR, that's our tool, uh, Product Feed Manager, that's our tool. So those are our own tools that we have been running for a while with that, like over seven years uh, before we went into WP Funnels. So WP Funnels is basically something that we created a long time later. Our main oh. team... Uh, Initially started as an agency. We used to provide services. We provide a service to our 500 clients already, uh, very large clients with Codrex. And then uh, our other two tools, uh, like WPVR is right now the number one VR tool in WordPress. Uh, and uh, we used our expertise to, you know, bring it into WP Funnels, MailMint, because these are more, more mainstream tools. So all of our tools have the same purpose, you know, increasing business uh, output. So WPVR helps with. Uh, realtors, you know, realtors increase their sales. Uh, Product Feed Manager helps any e-commerce business increase their sales. Then we came on to WP Funnels and MailMint. These these two are there to increase sales for any type of business. So uh, that's where we are today. Oh, that's great. I just want, sounds like you've got a great history with WordPress. I'm going to throw it over now to Kurt. Hey, um, I get the question... And and it, I think I identify with it because I struggle with this myself sometimes. It's what is a practical checkout page experience like? What are the main things that people need to know about creating a practical checkout page experience? It's I think we see things in in uh, platforms we download, we start to use, and we take it for granted. But there mm-hmm. are other elements to checkout that I don't think a lot of us really address. Definitely. Well, just the uh, here's the thing. Uh, when you set up a business, all right, one of the crucial parts is the checkout because when a person is at the checkout page, he's there to pay. I mean, the person has literally thought about paying. That's why he's in the checkout page, right? And at this point, what you need to focus on is closing the deal rather than focusing on, you know, increasing sales or, you know, anything additional. The main focus should be how soon the customer can complete the payment process. So, the first thing you need to focus on is it cannot be cluttered. There cannot be too much colors. There cannot be too much elements in the checkout page. It should be solely focused on checkout. The second thing is do not use any sort of distractions like ads or AdSense. Many people do that. I don't know why. I mean, a person is ready to pay. Why would you distract him with something else? There's no meaning to that. Okay. Uh, and also a third thing is sometimes... Uh, or let's say high ticket businesses, uh, businesses that sells products with thousands of dollars. At that time, it's better to simplify the process maybe with a multi-step checkout. So initially you just pick up their basic information and then separate it uh, a second form for collecting their payment information so that it's easier for customers to focus on. So the main goal here at the checkout is to not distract the customer. That's what everybody misses. Most people that fail with the checkout is they create some sort of distraction. And the more you can reduce the distraction, the better. The easier it is for the customer 
the sooner they get to take a decision. You want to make upsells, don't do it at the checkout. Do it after the checkout, maybe with a post-purchase offer uh, or maybe with an email. But don't do it on the checkout page. On the checkout page, the highest you can do is add a relevant product, which they have to use together, maybe. Or else don't. I mean, if someone is buying a phone, yes, you can offer a headphone there as a small order bump. They can add it. That's fine. But if someone is buying a phone and you're offering him a higher model of phone on the checkout page, that's a distraction. Now, you'll think that, okay, uh, let's check that out. And once he starts checking that out, he might think, okay, I need time to think. Then he doesn't check out at that time. And he end up you know, not completing the process. So that's the idea. Nice. It, so if I understand the answer correctly, if I'm selling something that's $10, $25, $40, having everything on one page, checkout, simple, boom. If I'm right. selling something that's $1,500, I probably just want to collect name, address, blah, 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 then go to the next page and do credit card information? Exactly. Right. Okay. I mean, that's what works most. I mean, I've, I worked with a few clients in the past. I've talked with many people. And uh, that's what everybody have used because uh, when it's a large uh, payment uh, procedure, okay, people used to th- need, they need to think a lot because it's a lot of investment. So the least you make them think while they're filling forms out, so you separate it out so that it feels like it's a simple checkout process. They go through it smoothly. And I, I don't mean to drive down too hard on this, and I, and, and I usually don't take this much time, but when you mentioned the, the post-purchase upsell, you had Wait. mentioned either like, uh, like refer them or redirect them to a post-purchase offer or an email. Now, Wait. in your experience, if, if it's a high-ticket item, let's say it's a $5,000 training mm-hmm. thing or whatever, what do, you, what do you think has the better conversion, the redirect with the immediate offer on a page or an email that's sent like an hour later? Well, it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can use both. Basically, uh, when you have a $5,000 product, you don't really sell it directly. You first have to gain trust from the customer. So what usually such businesses do is they use a tripwire funnel. The concept is initially you sell them something very cheap to try, uh, get a taste of your product, okay? Or maybe offer them a trial to understand your product. And then, uh, you know, you nurture them with emails, okay? Uh, so after you nurture them into emails, you then take them to your main product offer. So you are still making a post-purchase offer. You're still making them sign up for something now, all right? But that's because you want them to first understand that you are, you know, the real thing. So once they try out your product initially, let's say they paid $7 to, you know, get access to your tool for, let's say, two months, okay? So once they use it with their business, they know that, okay, this is something that's really good. So at that time, during those two months, you're sending him emails with more information on how to make it more useful for the business to nurture them, okay? So that's email automation. So you're sending them a series over the next two months. At the end of the two months, you send them an email with a link to the offer, the post-purchase offer. But hey, I know you've been using it for two months and... I really don't like to brag, but I know this is going to make some money for your business. So here is something. I have a special offer you won't, uh, I mean, that you cannot refuse. Take a look. So it's going to click, it's going to open, and the offer is going to show, hey, I have a huge discount for you, a 60% off just for you because you have gone through this process and I don't want you to feel like you're missing out on this and I want you to use it for a long time. I want your business to scale. So use this tool, just 60% off, it's yours and you start making millions. So something like that. So that's, that's how the offer pages work. So 
you, you need to use a nurturing email series and then make an offer. But uh, this usually is case for high ticket products. Uh, if it's a cheaper product, then it's more effective if you make an immediate offer. So when someone is at the checkout, it's let's say a $50 product. Immediately you take him to an upsell offer where you say add a relevant product or a complimentary product or maybe a higher number of products. So let's say someone is buying a t-shirt. Okay. So immediately redirect him to an upsell offer that, okay, buy three t-shirts and you get an extra $50 off. So these things work really well when the products are more affordable, you know, like the amount people can spend at a time. So $5,000 is not something you can spend every day, but $50 is something you can spend, uh, you know, with a significant decision. So that's how it works. Excellent. Thanks for driving down on that for me. Jonathan? Yeah, sure. So um, with WP Funnel and Mailman, you decided to have two separate products. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the logic behind that? I think you hinted at that earlier that Mailman is a really totally separate product which can be utilized without WP Funnel. But there must have been a bit of a discussion, I would imagine, about having two separate or combining them in one. So maybe you can give some insight about how that discussion went and why in the end you decided to have the two separate products. Well, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, Initially, when we thought of creating email automation, we wanted to make it for WB Funnels only, okay, because... That's what the community was demanding that's necessary for any funnel journey, right? But as we went into planning and development researching, we found out that email marketing is actually a huge market in itself, right? So there are businesses that can run with just email marketing, even without any sales funnels or without any, you know, landing pages. They can make money just by emails. It's totally possible. So uh, once we see that sort of industry and we see that, okay, we have a user base that's using funnels, but email marketing has a lot more use in WordPress. So when we see it that way, it's more logical that, okay, we can invest a separate team for an email marketing tool. We can invest a separate team in a funnel building tool and then make both of them compatible so each of them can use each other or people who doesn't need the other one, they can use a separate tool. It's totally up to them, all right? The second reason behind this is uh, when we looked into WordPress, right? So if we want to create email marketing into WP Funnels, the plugin would get quite heavy. All right. So we don't want to make the plugin too large, the plugin files too large, uh, and input too many uh, features into one tool that makes it quite heavy for WordPress. It's not a SaaS tool. It's not our own server. So <laughs> it's a lot of weight there. So we decided, okay, if some people want both of them together, they just can use two tools. Uh, or else one person might just say, hey, I have my own email marketing tool. I don't need MailMe. So I'll just use WP Files and I'll be using mm-hmm. my other email marketing tool. <clears throat> so that's the whole scenario behind this. And at the same time, uh, the third logic is a business decision. Basically, when you create an email marketing tool, you invest a lot of time. You need a complete team to develop that. So uh, basically, it would be more feasible for us rather than increasing the price of WP Funnels, make it a separate product and charge for that. Mm-hmm. Because if we were to, to invest in adding email marketing within WP Funnels, that means the price of the product had to go up. Uh, and because it, it, we had to make up for the uh, investment we were making, right? So that would make it difficult for many people to afford either one of them. So rather, we kept the prices affordable on a separate level. Those who need both, they'll pay for both of them. Those who doesn't need both, they'll just pay for one of them, which they need. 
So those are the three reasons we decided that these two should stay separately. Yeah, I think uh, one of the great strengths of of um, WP Funnels with um, Mel Mint is the way I place it um, is that it's a... Because it is also... A, I don't know if you would agree with this or disagree. It also is a CRM to some extent as well. What? But what is a CRM? That it's... Um, it's such a broad, a CMR, a CRM can be um, such a broad animal that it's almost lost its meaning. Yeah. I don't know if you would agree with that, Sultan, but um, what I like about the combination is, you know, we offer it ourselves, um, but, you know, we also offer fluent CRM and cart flows, but your product, it, really it seems to cover the whole journey, you know, from building a landing page because you provide a small library of templates, don't you, landing pages. It provides the um, the marketing automation in this visual builder, which I really like. Um, and then you've got the, with uh, Melmint, you've got the email. So you seem to have... Uh, integration, which most of the other um, products in the WordPress space don't seem to have. Would you agree with that synopsis of outline? Yeah, well, it's totally, as you said, uh, basically, when you look at WFunnels and MailMint, uh, you get the feeling that you're using a SaaS tool. Because most of the SaaS tools provide all of this into one package, right? But you don't get it with the tools that are in WordPress right now. So that's one advantage we have. And in regards to CRM, uh, you can say to some extent it's a CRM for people who use CRM to, you know, store customer data. But, uh, you know, a CRM is much broader. There is things like, you know, inbound customers, uh, then customer satisfaction. I mean, what's with customer support control? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. The reason I'm interrupting is I think you made a great point because um, that's what I was hinting at as when I put, the original question to you is that there's a kind of sales or sales oriented um, mm-hmm. CRMs like Salesforce or some other like yeah. So, but then you got something. I wouldn't call something in the SaaS area like Active Campaign a true sales orientated. It's more email and marketing automation. But I know yeah. loads of people. Oh. I would I classify sales more like HubSpot or Salesforce, but there's yeah. loads of people that utilize Active Campaign as their only CRM. But that's more in the SaaS world. I see that as a your one of your main competitors. You yeah. seem to um, offer a lot at a much more affordable price than something like Active Campaign because they've also increased their prices quite a lot recently, haven't they? What do you think about that? I'm well, sorry to interrupt you, but I thought that was a useful point yeah. to make. No, it's totally fine. Well, to be honest, uh, we are not going for a competition with SaaS tools, even though a lot of features are similar. Uh, what we would say is that if you're using WordPress, then yes, we are a competition to that because... If you're using WordPress, it's more sensible to use a tool that's already in the platform. Why would you go outside? Right. So use MailMind at that time. We have everything they they are providing. So 
why use an external tool that costs more, is more difficult to use, just come to us, right? So it's not just about active campaign. If you're using any email automation tool, just try Mailment out if you're into WordPress, right? If you're outside of WordPress, sure, uh, you might have different scenarios that you want to use it. Uh, Mailman doesn't work outside WordPress, so I don't have any reason to compete there, right? So if you are using WordPress, it's always more sensible that you use a plugin that works uh, within the WordPress, uh, what should I say, uh, environment. So you need a tool within that rather than, you know, finding an external tool where you need to set it up, a lot of complications. Uh, it doesn't work all the time as well. So you don't get a lot of automations there that you might be getting with Mailmint. So that's that's the advantages we provide. So we definitely checked out a lot of tools before creating Mailmint so that it gets super easy. We want to make sure that it aligns with WordPress, but also is easy for people who use email marketing outside of WordPress. So you can think about this switch that, uh, you know, there are very few tools in WordPress that provides email marketing. Very few. Okay. Most of them are SaaS tools. So we have to make sure that our users can use this tool. So we have to make it somewhat easier than the SaaS tools. At the same time, we need to make sure that it's definitely better than the ones that are within WordPress. So that's what we aimed for. So in our, in our case, uh, we have mainly wanted it for the funnel people, the people who use the double funnels. But then when we came into the market and we want, now want to serve everybody, now we have to provide the features that, you know, SaaS tools are providing. So we have a lot of features that you would normally get with the SaaS tools, but not in WordPress, but you will get that in Melmet. So that's how things are working. For example, if I give you an example, we have AI integration to generate subject lines and uh, the email copy. So basically you can connect it with ChatGPT account uh, and that, and then, you know, providing instructions within Mailmint to generate those subject lines and the email copy. So those are some things that you usually get with SaaS tools, not in WordPress, but we brought it in uh, because, you know, that's something people would find useful. So that's just the idea. That's fantastic. Before we go for a break, I've got another quick follow-through question because I think the main purpose of this, I wanted you to come on the show because you've been very generous. We partner with WP Funnel. It's it's our second main partner. We only have two partners that we really work with in the marketing automation, and WP Funnel is one of them. Um, is what is the because this we have a lot of professionals listen to this podcast. You know, WordPress mm-hmm. professionals, um, implementers, developers, so on. Um, so, what is what is its integration with Woo? And also something like WP Fusion. Does it, does, first of all, what is its integration with Woo? Is it very good? Yeah. Well, uh, WP Funnels is built uh, for WooCommerce. Basically, if you create sales funnels, it works with WooCommerce just as smoothly. Uh, at the same time, Mailmint has uh, automations for WooCommerce. And uh, pretty soon we are going to be releasing uh, the feature of editing the transactional emails as well. So uh, right now, you cannot edit the transactional emails. You can just edit, you can just run email campaigns, automations based on user actions in your WooCommerce store. Uh, so for example, if someone places an order, you can set up an automation workflow for that. Uh, if someone registers to your store, you can set up an automation for that. So those things are there. Uh, and uh, basically, next month, we'll be working on uh, you know editing the transactional emails as well. So our email builder is basically unique. It's a drag-and-drop email builder, which you don't usually get in WordPress. So 
that's something that makes it super easy to design the emails. So we'll be allowing you to design your transactional emails uh, with that. So at that time, it will be like completely integrated with WooCommerce. So that's the only thing missing, I'm just saying. We have abundant card recovery. We have email campaigns. We have email series. We have email automation workflows. That's the only missing Lego uh, to make it a complete solution for WooCommerce, right? And if you talk about uh, WP Funnels, it has a direct conditional integration. Basically, you can set up conditional funnels. For example, you can define that, okay, if someone purchases this specific product, then he'll be taken to a custom funnel, a custom checkout page where he'll be made personalized offers just for that customer. Okay? So for different products, you can have different types of funnels. You can even make conditional dynamic upsell offers. So if someone, you can set it up like this, that okay, if someone buys a t-shirt in upsell, offer him three t-shirts. If someone buys a pen in the upsell offers, three pen or four pen. You can create dynamic offers like that for WooCommerce. So that's a direct integration of WB files with WooCommerce where you can set up conditional funnels. In the in fact, you can actually replace the traditional uh, WooCommerce checkout with WB funnels and mm-hmm. have a have, yeah have your own custom custom checkout page. Oh, and what what is its integration with WP Fusion? Uh, we currently don't have any integration with WP Fusion. It's part of our roadmap uh, later this year. Oh, yeah, you must do that because there are a lot of people <laughs> utilize that. It should be on top of your list if you want my advice. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Um, no, it's a great product and a lot of people mm-hmm. combine it with the tagging power that WP Fusion offers. So hopefully you'll do that. Seems like you're yeah. on it. Um, yeah. We're going to go for our break now, folks. It's been a great discussion. We've got some mm-hmm. other great questions. I think it's something definitely you want to look at, WP Funnels. We will be back in a few moments, folks. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to LifterLMS.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. We're coming back, folks. We've had a feast, a feast of marketing automation, email questions, landing page, and I think we've done a good job in highlighting the power of WP Funnels and why, you, if you're a developer, why you should be looking at it. But before we go on in this great interview, I just want to point out that if you are building a course, a membership website for a client or a community website on BuddyBoss, why don't you look at becoming a partner with WP Tonic? We offer fantastic hosting and much, much more aimed at you, the WordPress developer or individual professional that's building this type of website. And we offer a fantastic package. Um, to find out more, all you have to do is go over to wp-tonic.com slash partners, wp-tonic.com slash partners, and see what we're offering and book a chat with me. And we can go through how we work together. So let's go. I'm going to throw it over to Kurt. Back over to you, Kurt. 
Excellent. Well, you've given us some great insight as to like the power of your tools and what they do. Um, and now I'm kind of curious, like what, what do you think are some of people's, you know, biggest mistakes connected to using these marketing automation tools? Well, uh, I think the biggest mistakes that I have seen people do is, you know, they plan as they go, you know, like in any marketing strategy, planning comes first and you need to invest some, a lot of time into planning and research. And uh, when you are creating marketing automation, if your flow is not properly organized, properly planned, then you're giving the wrong message to the wrong people and it doesn't work. So for example, uh, if I talk about like a few minutes ago, I said you could add a conditional funnel for people, right? Now, if someone is buying a t-shirt, okay, and if you're offering him, uh, let's say, a pair of earphones, let's say, now, how is that relevant? That's not relevant, right? Like someone wouldn't think about headphones when they're buying a t-shirt. So when you're planning these funnel journeys, you should think about, okay, what products am I offering? Okay, what pages I should be including? How many landing pages or how many emails should I use? Like some funnels usually have two or three landing pages as well. It depends on what type of funnel you're using, right? So you can decide, okay, do I need two landing pages? Do I need one landing page? Okay, if I have the checkout, uh, what checkout should I be using? Should I use a multi-step checkout? Then should I make upsell offer? If so, how many upsell offers should I make? Okay, if I'm going to use email automation, how long is going to be my email series? Okay, and the way to plan that is you need to also decide on the journey you want your customer to go through. So initially, you take them to a landing page. You decide, okay, what do I, do I want my customer to think when they're in this landing page? You write a copy for that. So once they're happy with it, they go through to the checkout. Let's say your main aim was to you know, get them to sign up for a free trial. So that should be your main focus on the landing page, showing the benefits, the use cases, and then focus on the free trial. So once they sign up, they, they should be going to a checkout page where you know, they just get a free trial. It's not a checkout page. They're just you know, signing up for the free trial. And then you decide, okay, now they're on the trial. I want them to take a journey from you know, learning about my product to implementing it and then fi uh, finding out what's more. So I, I will plan maybe a three to four email series where initially I'll give them a good welcome, warm welcome. Hey, welcome to this. This is the tutorials if you need help. Then two days later, I'll send them a tactics. Okay, this, uh, this is a great tactic that I think you can implement. Take it out. And then maybe two days later, I send you an email. Hey, this is a use case one of our great uh, customers created. Check it out. They have just created this and they've got this much success. Then four days later, I send him another one saying that, hey, I think you've used it for four or five days. What's your take on this? What questions do you have? I asked them a few FAQs. So things like that. So this whole planning should be done before you start creating your uh, funnel journey, okay? Don't just plan as you go. Don't just sit down and say, hey, first let me create the landing page. Then I'll think about the checkout. No, plan it first. The planning should come first. If you have it all planned out, then you use any tools, it's going to work. It's not about using WB Files, MailMe. When you're a marketer, you should be first planning it. Once you have the plan ready, Obviously, the plan has to be, uh, you know, based on your research. You need to have proper customer research. You need to have proper data, you know, data-driven decisions. So after that, you make a plan and then you dive into the sales funnel, okay? Uh, creating your funnel. Don't create it as you go. It never works. You always make a mistake here and there. And especially if you're selling high ticket, one single wrong word can change the whole complex uh, context of the funnel journey and people will leave. Don't do that. I mean, you brought the customer. It's a very difficult thing to do. You're either running paid ads or you're you know, doing marketing some sort 
bring in the traffic, but just because of not planning properly, you're losing them. Don't do that. So that's the biggest mistake people make uh, with marketing strategies. But I would also like to add one more thing that people do is this is something they do before planning, right? But the other thing people make mistake is after setting up the funnel, they don't track the performance. You have to track the performance. You need to check out the analytics. You need to see where things are not working out so that you can improve it. Because no funnel is perfect on the first go. No marketing uh, activity is perfect on the first go. You run something, check it out after one week. How is it performing? Uh, if any area you see is dropping off too much, improve that. Run A-B testing. Make it better. But do analyze your analytics. Do find out what's performing, what is not. So these are the two things that people don't want to do. The first one, they make a mistake because they think they can plan as they go. The second one, they're just ignorant because they feel lazy to track that. Because analytics is a lot of data. It takes a lot of work. And most people don't want to do that. They're like, oh, I think it's going to work out. But no, it doesn't work that way. You have to track that. Yeah, that came up for Jonathan and I on a couple of recent episodes where we actually discussed, you have to know what your offer even is and who your target mm -hmm. is. And that's all part of that planning, right? Like if you're yeah. selling the wrong thing to the wrong people, you ain't going nowhere anyway. Yeah, exactly. But the other thing was you mentioned the word mistake like three or four times in your answer. And yeah. so I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is they don't audit or they don't actually test their funnel as if they were a, a test client. Like I'm amazed at how many funnels I get sucked into that don't even work. You know, the, the, the link is dead or it doesn't go to the product or whatever. Yeah. Um, what percentage of people do you think launch a funnel and don't even check to see if it works right? Well, I think that's over 60% because most people are like new, new into this because uh, you see, uh, most of us are like, if you talk about me, I've been in this industry for a while, but most people that are running funnels nowadays with all the AI coming in, they don't have any experience into marketing. So they just take a course, see that and, you know, just create the funnel, launch it, and they're waiting for results. It doesn't work out. They come out and complain that the course is not good. It's, it's not working. But you have to track back. Nobody does that. Um, so a lot of people don't do that because of the experience. Uh, you can see that due to the availability of courses and, uh, you know, AI, most people are also refraining from going to agencies to run their uh, funnels. But if you look at big companies, the companies that are actually earning millions, they always prefer agencies. Why is that? Because... They know that uh, experts are good at this. Experts will track back, experts will improve and get results. But the people who are doing it individually, they don't find it uh, that fascinating. They feel like, okay, checking the analytics is a boring thing. I've got this course. This course is going to get me success. And they just leave it like that. And it doesn't work. So that's what's happening nowadays. Uh, if I talk about five or 10 years back, it, it wasn't the case. The percentage should be a lot low. But if I talk about now, it's a lot. Because most people are doing that. Thanks to AI and courses. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, Jonathan, I'll toss it back to you. Yeah, just a quick follow-up question before going on to the next one. Is also, I think, uh, you the other fantastic thing about WP Funnels and Melman is that you provide some really great analytical um, screens and you make it reasonably easy to monitor mm -hmm. and observe what's going on in the campaigns, I think it's one of the strongest. You have spent quite a bit of time, looks yeah. to me, building that out. Am I correct? 
yeah, it took us a lot of hard work. Initially, it wasn't that efficient. Uh, but then we, I mean, basically when we first launched, it wasn't too efficient. It was just the bare, bare bones. But then we invested some time checking out other tools, checking out what's necessary for marketing and optimized it. Basically, we had to find out what metrics are the most important in each campaign. And we included those. We decided that, okay, we do not need to distract people with things that they don't need and also uh, inaccurate data. So that's what we focused on. And uh, if you look at WV Funnels now, can have separate analytics for each page in your funnel. So uh, you can actually find out what each and every page is working on that. You can find out how much revenue you're earning from each upsell offer. So that's uh, how we optimize it because I think that's what marketers need to make decisions that, hey, if this upsell offer is working more, then this is the format I should be using in the future. Uh, if this is not working, then this upsell offer is probably wrong. I need to work on that. So you can find those analytics on each page. And at the same time, if you look at MailMint, uh, we have separate analytics for each email campaigns where you can get more details. Plus recently we have, uh, we are working on the campaign 360, which means you'll get insights on the whole campaign, like what each and every customer is doing. So those are coming up like maybe early next month or something like that. So we are on the process. So we know that analytics is one of the most important parts uh, of email marketing because, you know, email marketing is always about testing and getting better. It's one of those areas in marketing where you have to test. There is no chance of you know ignoring that. So you always optimize. You always check out the data. You always improve. So we are working on those analytics so that marketers can find this tool one of their best friends. You know. And um, what, what obviously at WP Tonic we are, we provide really fantastic hosting. We specialize in the support of Lyft LMS, Learn Dash, and Buddy Boss. You know, e learning. And community, does mm-hmm. does um, WP Funnel work quite well with Lifter and Learn Dash and Buddy Boss? Uh, right now, I think it works with Tutor LMS and uh, Learn Dash. Uh, we haven't worked on an integration with Lifter yet. Uh, that's probably gonna be worked on later on. Uh, we haven't decided a time frame for that. It's in our list. Uh, but uh, directly right now, it works with Tutor uh, LMS for you know WooCommerce because Tutor LMS is a WooCommerce plugin. So. It works naturally. Oh, At the yeah. same time, yeah, we have created a separate add-on for Learn Dash, so you can actually create a unique funnel for Learn Dash, which uh, I think doesn't exist in WordPress before our our own plugin. So uh, I think that's something many people can check out the LMS add-on. With that, you can create a funnel journey without WooCommerce with Learn Dash. And oh, well, I think I'll strongly advise you to look at Lyft LMS because they're doing some fantastic work there and also with WP Fusion because I think they're two fantastic teams. Um, no, and I think F- F- Fusion, Fusion is already in our plans for maybe the next quarter. Uh, but uh, for the Lifter, I, I, we haven't planned yet because it, we need to plan on how to integrate it with the funnel properly. We need to check out Lifter more deeply. We haven't done the full research yet on Lifter. So, uh, we still we did think about it when we were talking about LMSs, but Landish was the first one we went for, and we haven't yet integrated with any other yet. So hopefully, if, if when we get into that, we'll probably look into literature at that time. That'd be fantastic. So let's move on because you touched, you remarked a little bit about AI, and I I utilize quite a few AI tools, and it's really made me much more productive and helped me personally. But also, I think it, for very understandable reasons, um, it's also been 
utilise almost in everything. You know, um, yeah. it, it to say it's a kind of throw. It's, it, um, obviously, I feel there's a lot more um, real power there than a couple of years ago. People were talking about Web three and integrating blockchain, and to some extent, I just think that was waffle. And uh, any, when anybody ever tried to explain to me how that would actually really work, they rapidly lose me. And I'm not the sharpest tool, but I'm not the bluntest tool in the toolbox. Uh, um, but um, I really think, you know, AI, you know, so I'm utilising a number of tools, but I also think it's, it's being utilised too widely. I'm sure in WP Funnel you're having a lot of discussions about what, how you're going to integrate AI in mm-hmm. your core products over the next year, 18 months. Um, what's your general view? Would you agree with what I've said myself? And what have been some of the discussions in the company about how effectively you can integrate AI so it really does offer some real value to your end users? Well, uh, in WP Funnels, we haven't yet planned for AI because Elementor has done that for us, to be honest. <laughs> because you can, uh, you know, write the copies uh, using Elementor AI. So that made it easy for us. We didn't have to do that. We Initially, we were thinking of it, but most of the users of WP Funnels are using Elementor. Oh, the, so what, oh that's funny. You don't want me... What's your, um, what's your position around Gutenberg as well, if you don't want me to ask? Because you mentioned... Yeah. Yeah, it works with Gutenberg, it works with uh, Elementary, it works with DB, and it, Bricks is coming up pretty soon. So uh, our tool works with almost any builder, just that uh, these builders have their dedicated blocks or modules or uh, what you want to call it. So basically in Gutenberg, we have our own blocks and people can design. We also have templates for that. Uh, in Elementary, we have our own widgets. People can design the pages however they want, just they need to use this widget so that the funnel works functionally. So... Uh, basically, this buttons. Let's say in the landing page, there is something called the next step button. That's what people use as the action button, the CTA. So if someone clicks on that, then they proceed to the next step of the funnel. So similarly, the checkout uh, form that you see, it's actually our widget. Uh, it's not really the short code; it's our widget. You can customize it completely. So those are basically the benefits you get when you use the compatible builders. But for other builders, let's say Xile, uh, so you can use a short code for that. We have short codes. Oh, so it no. works with yeah. So it use it works with any builder. So uh, in case of AI, since we don't have we don't use our own page builder, we are letting people use their own page builders however they want. Uh, or you can use our templates. We have created templates for you. So uh, if you want to write copies in Elementor, they have AI integration. You can use ChatGPT. So that's pretty easy. But if you look at MailMint, we have already integrated AI, as I told you. Uh, in email marketing, you just need two areas of AI. One is, you know, writing the subject line. Another is uh, writing the content, uh, the copy. So basically, I'm talking about generative AI here. So we have already integrated that. You can easily, you know, give instructions on what subject line you want, and you'll get 10 subject line suggestions. It's a unique UI. You can look into our video in YouTube uh, where uh, we have demonstrated that how this works. It's not the same UI as other tools. We have our own unique UI where it's more easy to choose what subject lines you want to select. So you tell the uh, tool that, okay, I want a subject line where I want to give this sort of message. And our tool will automatically give you 10 suggestions. So you have to choose which one you want, or you can say regenerate. It will generate 10 more. 
So that's how we integrated AI into MailMint or subject line. Same thing for writing the email. When you're building the email in the text area, you can always, you know, activate AI and then give instructions on what to write and AI will generate it for you. So we have already integrated AI into MailMint. Now, obviously, uh, we also want to go farther than that with AI. We have discussed a lot of things. For example, now, initially, we thought that maybe we create uh, an AI instructive funnel generator. So if someone can say, hey, I want to create a funnel with this many steps, uh, then AI will automatically bring out, okay, so these are the steps you might use. Whichever the customer chooses, that will be generated. So that's something we have discussed, uh, but it's not something that's possible right now with a lot of complications involved. We have done some R&D in that. So even if we want to move to the, those sort of advanced AI things, it's going to take some time uh, because we need to create a lot of things on our own that doesn't exist at all. So, uh, you know, it's it's time consuming. We need to invest time in that. So before we go there, we are polishing the tool as itself so that, you know, even without AI, the tool is really good. Uh, we are giving all the necessary features and then we're going to move into the advanced AI or uh, if necessary, basically. Initially, most of our people don't need AI, as I said, like for generative purposes, it's already there. Uh, if you if we want to make some other advanced innovations, that's going to be in the future. Yeah, I totally understand because it's very. If I, I'm just trying to place myself in your shoes and the company's shoes, it's a very tricky thing, isn't there? Obviously, you don't want to be seen falling behind your competitors in the WordPress space or the SaaS space. But on the other hand, it could be a total time waste of time and resources if you choose the wrong pathway. Um, and I think it's very, very tricky at the present moment. So it's probably best just to concentrate on utilising it, like you said, yeah. to kind of really polish what you already have or right. add and then look at any kind of fundamental changes okay. further on. Back over to you, Kurt. Well, I guess I get to take it from AI to science fiction. Um, <laughs> if you had your own time machine, if you were a fan of Doctor Who and you had your own TARDIS, could you could go back to the beginning of your business journey, what yeah. advice would you give yourself? Well, I think I would say create an AI tool. <laughs> because that's <laughs> Because I mean, if you look at the last two years, uh, everything is AI. I mean, there's nothing you see that's not AI. Even, I mean, as a joke, there is a you know, tea stall in our area that's called AI. So, you yeah. understand. <laughs> so uh, everything is AI. So if it was like five years back, if I had the decision what tool I want to create, maybe create an AI tool, then I would be ahead of the competition back then. So, you know, that's something I think I would advise myself. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I um, I really wonder how far it's all going to go. I mean, I think we all have the same daydreams, right? But it's like, how far <laughs> did it go? And what would life have been like if you would have gotten in super, super early? Yeah. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, if you ask me, uh, after five years, I'm really concerned how many real marketers will be there because AI is dictating everything. So most people don't even understand marketing and they're doing marketing now. So... I don't know how many of them will actually realize that when marketing works, there's going to be a lot of limitations. So uh, to be honest, I I'm expecting that the online businesses will have a lot of difficulty the more AI groups because uh, people will more be bored with this sort of things because it's pretty apparent that this is not done by a human. Uh, most of us can realize that. And uh, 
I mean, if, if it's a good marketer, they change it. They make it sound like. But nowadays, I can see a lot of websites, they're just using generative AI and releasing it out there. And pretty soon, people are going to get used to that. They're going to know that, okay, this is AI. Now, I don't want to read this. Like, if you think about it five years back, if you wanted to learn something, you go to Google, there's a blog. You had some sort of belief that, okay, this is written by an expert. But now, how many of them are actually written by experts? We don't know. <laughs> it could be written by AI. So it's really difficult uh, to trust. And most marketers uh, will not be genuine marketers. They'd rather be AI marketers uh, in 10 years' time. That's what I'm thinking. It's going to happen. So, uh, yeah. So, But generative AI is going to be something that's going to be used a lot, a lot, basically. It's being used already. So it's going to be used a lot over the next 10 years. And pretty soon, I think that's going to change. Uh, uh, there's the, this is the fictional belief of mine that I think AI will be more towards visual AI in the future than generative AI. People will focus on creating complete live ads, live demonstrations with AI, than you know, focusing on generative anymore because the written things are losing their you know, trust and credibility. So I think that's where things will move in the future. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of um, insight what you just said, but I think are you, I utilize we utilize AI on the blogs, but I do I do edit them, mm. and I add and we tend to add video or the podcast or audio to show that it it has had human input and it has mm. value. But I totally agree with you that a lot of people but are in a way, abusing, um, mm-hmm. but it's for understandable reasons. But um, I, I think you would be advised to kind of mix it with um, elements that show that it's had some in- human input into it. Um, so I think it's been a fabulous discussion. Um, I think the other thing is, I think, especially for the WordPress professionals that listen to this particular podcast, is do you have a very active Facebook group? Is there a way for people to join um, your Facebook group um, and yeah. find out more about WP Funnel and Melmin? Yes, we have our own Facebook community. Uh, it's called the WP Funnels uh, Sales Funnel Community for WordPress. Uh, if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash WP Funnels, uh, that's our group. Anyone can you know, go ahead and join. Uh, you will get all the updates about our tools. Plus, you can discuss about funnels there. So we have our own community. And like I say, I highly recommend it, um, Tribe. Um, it, like I say, it's our, um, we have two um, solutions that we offer um, our um, hosting clients or when we're building websites out. And we found it fabulous. Um, so we highly recommend WP Funnel if you're looking at, uh, especially with combining it with Melmint, you have a system where you've got the automation, the landing page, and the email all combined in one system for your clients. So go and have a look at it. So what's the best way to find out more about your own thoughts and that? Have you, are you on Twitter or Facebook yourself, Salton? Because uh, obviously uh, you've shown that you're... Uh, expert on marketing so i'm sure that people will want to follow you 
So what's the best way to follow you personally? Well, you can follow me on LinkedIn, on Twitter. So in Twitter, it's uh, x at uh, SultanRoyal1. That's my ID. I'll share it with you and, you know, share yeah, it. With put it, yeah. email it to me and I'll make sure it's all yeah. in the, in the um, show notes. Um, so yes. what's so, the best way? What about Facebook? Are you on Facebook at all? Yeah, I'm also on Facebook, but professionally, I'm more into LinkedIn and Twitter. But right, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with it if people want to reach me on Facebook. It's the same name. They'll um, find me. All these different platforms, it all gets confusing, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, and what's the best way for people to find out more about WP Funnel uh, apart from the fake? Do you think the Facebook group is the best way for a, a WordPress professional? Or are there some other resources like your U, the WP Tonic YouTube channel? Is that quite active? Do you think the, um, promoting the YouTube channel for WP Funnels would be a good idea? What's the best way for them to find out more information, basically? Well, they, they can, you know, visit our website initially, which is get www.getwfunnels.com, or they can join the group, or they can visit our YouTube channel, which is in the same name, WP Funnels. We have all of this active. I mean, we regularly post videos. We regularly uh, share content. Uh, you can also, you know, subscribe to our blogs uh, in our website so that you can regularly get updates on our new articles, new updates. So all of those are active. We have a whole team working on this. So we have a su- separate support team to help you out. If anybody needs help knowing more about the tool, you can reach out to us, you know, via contact form. Uh, we in, in our chat service, we will, you know, reply back to you. And we also have a free version in WordPress uh, just to check out the basic features of the tool, uh, which you can, you know, try out, you know, for free. So all those are ways you can, you know, get to WP Funnels and Melbourne. That's fantastic. And Kurt, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to, Kurt? Well, uh, similar to our esteemed guest, you will find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the only Kurt Barman on LinkedIn, so I'm easy to, easy to connect with there. And then anything Manana Nomas online typically leads to my agency. And I'd love to have a chat with you about business and helping you out. That's fantastic. And if you want to support the podcast and WP Tonic, go over to the WP Tonic YouTube channel and subscribe there. You see all the interviews plus a load of other resources about learning management systems, building community websites. It's a fantastic resource. So if you can go over there and subscribe, that would be much appreciated. We will be back next week with another great interview. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.